0: We spoke spoke about Duvara, so to speak, dealing with each of the shvatim, praising the ones who did come forward to help, and raising uh, the question, so to speak, about Safar Ruvain, who she claims would rather stay where he was in every yard than not have to face the battle. And Then we saw the next Pasuk in Parakei, Pasuk Yazain. So, it seems to be a discussion of where the Shvatim lived, and the question is how that fits into the context of Hashira. Of Gilad, which is part of Benasha, was living on the other side of the Yarden, but Don, not on And why is Don uh, gathering his things into ships? Asher lives on the shore of the sea, and he's the he settled in the spread out areas of his land. Zvurun is a nation who, so to speak, were mafkir themselves to die, but Aftari Alm Ramissa, the were the top of the field. So like I said, what was the significance of these Were okay. we not interested now in explaining the nachal of each other? Obviously that wasn't what the Torah was trying to do. And also the other question we asked was that what we saw previously, is that the instruction to Barak was only to bring people from Zbulun and So Kaddish Barakha only wanted the war to be fought with 10,000 people, and he said you must bring them from B'nai Zbulun and B'nai Naftari. So then why would she expect the other Shvatim who weren't needed for the battle uh, to take part in it? The Apostle before, the instruction was, So why would uh, there be a complaint against Ruben or the other Shvatim, why they hadn't come forward when anyway they weren't expected? So the answer is like this: There was a we saw previously that sister came with a tremendous army, 900 iron chariots was a for the time, the days of that period of time was an enormous, enormously powerful army. How did the various Shvatim react, so to speak, to such a formidable force? So. Let's talk about Zvulun first because they were the ones who rallied around Barak, and they were the ones who came to fight, and that's what the Prophet says. "Zvulun is a nation who were willing to be most inefficient uh, they, they realized that the, the force of Sisha vastly surpasses their forces, it's definitely much more powerful, but uh, there was a certain element of serious nephish that they were willing to fight even at the cost which they thought they might have to give up their last it. Right. Now there are different ways of explaining the PASOK. Some are more complementary than others lesser. And that is uh, the one to explain the pasuk is Naftali was also willing to give up their lives on Muramisara, which means in the battlefields. Where was the battlefield? In did Shevet. The battlefield is in Hartavar. Hartavar, Hartavar. Hartavar is uh, in Shevet's Buddha so what? Well, actually it's not so simple because it's not exactly where it's extended to to but it's in the north of israel it's in that area right okay so that's uh so that that was the the, the complement to the two shvatim who did participate now the question is even if they were the ones who had to fight how did the rest of clang israel how did the rest of Klai israel react to the the battle because the maize they were also so to speak, suppressed, or they were also subjugated by Yavin, and his by is general. So how did they consider what was gonna happen in the war? Even we they were suppressed. No, we don't find them went to the south, it was only the North of So so how did the other Shvatim respond? And now here's the here's the uh, discussion about each individual shapit. There were those Shvatim who were too afraid to participate. In other words, even weren't needed to be, so to speak, active soldiers in the battle, but like we know from the Gemara that besides the, the, the soldiers are actually fighting, you need a ground force, you need a behind the scenes force who were willing to supply food or armaments or whatever it's going to be to support to help the army fight. And there were those Shvatim who were willing to do that. And there were those Shvatim who weren't willing to do that because, because they were too afraid that when the sisters victorious He's going to take revenge on not just on the Shvatim who fought, but even the Shvatim who who came to, so to speak, assist the, the battle against him. And that's why number one, she brings out Riven again. That Riven, which on the other side of the Yarden, um, didn't remain on a Remained on the side. They didn't do anything to assist. And that was because she says Riven was too afraid. Like okay, saw last night. Can Canira? Can you? So, you really not to, to marry shot, no? um, I don't know if it's, it's still applied at this stage. It was only the first star. But, nevertheless, the, even within a nation, the, there's the ones who actively fighting and the ones who weren't actively involved in it. Um, I mean, now, no one makes those divisions because Kleishwa isn't divided into sub states of different shotting, right? But if there would be they that same. There are divisions that no? a okay. So, we have other divisions that keep us the Yeah, I'm not, saying I'm not saying there are differences, but I'm saying if we look to the enemies, to the goyim, as, as one unit, don't know there might be internal differences, so yeah, they don't have to differentiate. But if there would be a way to differentiate, these are the ones who are for us, these are the ones who are against us, whatever it's going to be. So, we'll see this in other times, in specific in Schiff also, that uh, there were different Shvatim, like you said, when there wasn't the connection of everyone working as the Malchus, each shavit more or less their own and so you will see that sometimes different Shvatim had uh, different relationships with different uh, oppressors whatever it's going to be. So that was, that was the time against Raven. Then the next one is that it was, Gelatt. Gelatt was Menashe. Gelat was Shachin, same thing. Gelat remained in Evra Yarden. In other words, he also didn't come. Uh, the, he decided his, uh, the best uh, move for him politically or diplomatically is to stand outside the Yarden not to be involved in what's happening in Erich Yisrael like Rivain. And therefore, there's also a tie on him. Why did, why did he remain aloof? He didn't take any part in helping or not helping the battle. V'dan, Namiyagaran, yes. Don, Shay V'dan was more afraid. And therefore, like Rashi points out to another question as well, they were ready, They were getting ready to run. And therefore, they put all their valuables onto ships because they thought that if regular they should lose the war, they're going to like, weigh anchor and, and and sell wherever they can. Uh, I don't know where they wanted to go to but uh, so they were the most afraid and there he says why are you putting all your things onto ships in other words uh, why, why are you so afraid that you weren't prepared not only weren't you prepared to stay put but you were even waiting or looking to to run away from sister right another question why was Dafka Shavet more afraid of any other Shavet right so that we'll see that's really the first question. Why did you, why were you the only ones to run away? Asha lived on the shore of the sea. He remained al the v'yishkay. Now, there are those before explain this as also a time on Asha, that uh, they remained on this, where they were in, in, in like living in their their own territory, and they didn't come to help the other Shvatim who were fighting on high ha- of ha- they there doesn't use it as like a justification for us and that is Asher since they were on the front of yishka and they were spread out not in small villages so Asher's thing was we need to defend ourselves And as we don't have defended cities that we can leave let, let our warriors go and join the battle somewhere else because we, they were afraid that Asher was a neighbor it was a neighboring shepherds and therefore they were afraid that if the army is going to spill over they're going to so to speak invade the territory of osha so the, that they felt that they had to remain to protect themselves. So those are used as a justification for Lasha. Those as a complaint against Lasha, whichever way it is, is definitely not the same complaint that Vira had about either. Like we saw Ruben at the beginning, or Sheva Don, which she blamed as being like running away from the battlefield, even prepared, even p- being prepared to run away from Eretz because they were afraid of of the war. And you have to see why was why was Don that afraid? On the contrary, Don weren't. Normally, a shavit, we don't find them being afraid, specifically. Right, so why Dafka here? So, the chavit and the is like this. And that is that we know, we haven't the yet, to parasha, but we know about the story which is going to come at the end of the shavit, and that is the story of the personal mecha. Right, we know that's what happened was, the at the, at the after Yeshua died, decided that the nachel that they'd been given in central Eretz Yisrael wasn't big enough for them, and therefore they went to a concrete territory in the north of Eretz Yisrael. We know that we're going to see that it was one of the big tragedies in the period of the Shaftim, but on the way there, they came across the Pesel of Mecha, which they took with them and uh, set it up as a source of avodah zarah in their city done which is in north now, uh, the north area of Now, this was that the story of Pesel of Mecha, even it's brought later in the Sefer, happened before this. It happened before this. It happened at the beginning of the time of the Shaftim. So, the time of sister the the of Mecha was already active as the source of desire in Cherek Don. And therefore, it wasn't, even though Don might have been doing the wrong thing, the Maeser, they still knew what the Navi had said previously, and that is because of the fact that Klai was worshipping Ovedezara, that's why Hashem is going to stop helping them, and that's why the Knani is going to overcome them, which was the never which came before Sisra, and that predicted the fact that the Knani the would regroup and make Yavin their king, and then they would subjugate re- and if the complaint against Kleistro was, number one, the fact that they didn't destroy the Knanin. but more importantly, as a result of that, that therefore they got, that destroyed serving of a desire, then Shabit Don had the most to be afraid of. They were the most actively involved in serving of a desire. And therefore, it's an interesting thing, that the, th- the threat of the spectre of battle with Sinstra, it wasn't enough to make them give up their desire, but it was definitely em- enough to make them pack their things and be prepared to run. Is that the right of course, it's not the right response, but they should have done was the don't and but right. We'll have to see when you get to personal, liqa, why it was something which done Don was so, so connected to, but they couldn't they, they separate themselves from. But whatever it was, they, they, they were aware that they were doing the wrong thing. Why they, is that it? Why they, they weren't, it never got to them. It, yeah. it never got to them. No, the ones who to the miracle were Shaved Nath and Shaved Zwingad. So the might have never happened, but Don were afraid that if if anybody is going to get punished, if this was successful, they are going to be the ones. And therefore, and therefore, they were the ones who were afraid. It's interesting the word used in the Navi. So even Yagur is translated here by the Mutsudas and others as to, uh, to be Osef, to gather their things into ships, the word Yagur in Tanakh also means to be afraid. I was afraid. So why was done? that afraid that they ran to ships? And as we saw, it was like it was a veiled Muslim, like what you're so afraid of. And the Gemara says this is that. The Gemara says, on the Pasuk, that uh, people who do have various were afraid and uh, says therefore if a person's afraid it's the sign is a If a person has nothing to be afraid of because they, they don't think of anything wrong, then they're going to have bhitaq and mashabullah to them. And Adab, if a person's afraid because they, they think they don't deserve to be saved, it's normally because there's a certain guilt involved they in doing something wrong. And that was the that was the, so to speak, like I said, the veiled Musa here, to Shevetah. Is that also the mitah on humility? Is that also the mitah on humility? This is taken to an extreme. Because if you look at an example, for example, Yaakov Avinu. Right? When Yaakov Avinu comes back from Haran, and he has Esau, is coming to attack him. Right? So it says Yaakov was very afraid. A year Yaakov Ma'od. What was he afraid of? Where was his betacha? So Rashi there says, Shemel is lachti b'chit. Which means if a person didn't think they'd done anything wrong, and now it answers, well, I'm lying to save me, have you talk? It's only the Khashash that maybe I've done something wrong would make a person be afraid. Now, in Yaakov Avino's case, that was an extreme, because Yaakov hadn't done anything wrong. It right? was his chashash, maybe he had done something wrong. What was he thinking? Maybe now's not the time to discuss Vashes Vayishlach, but you can actually ask the question what did Yaakov think he had done wrong? For right? us, we wouldn't have a question. Right? There are enough options, we can think, Sheminis Techach Te Bechet, and just with a few minutes, Chashma Nefesh. We'll come up with the list. But well, for someone on the level of Yaakov Avinu, it wasn't like his son, he suddenly thought, wow, what did I do wrong in the last 20 years? Right? He pressed, Yaakov Avinu knew what he did and didn't do. And therefore, it wasn't like it was a random thing. Right? I don't know, maybe, maybe I did something wrong. There was something specific Yaakov had in mind. And Yaakov was worried that maybe that was the hate. And because of that, uh, he didn't deserve to be saved. Right? Uh, now's the time to go into the whole page about it, but the echo he said is, Yaakov was afraid he was Nefshah and for 20 years, Asim would be with his father being, 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 being in Kiburah, and Yaakov, even though Yaakov Yitzchak sent him, that he had gone to shame forever, and he spent extra time, and therefore he thought, maybe that uh, that's a hate against me, which I don't, I don't deserve a As we see in the end, Yaakov did pay for that, but not now, he paid for it by using yes for 22 years. But either way around, so it wasn't that it was just a uh, random, Rand no, maybe I done something wrong. Yaakov yeah, had had a hashburn maybe maybe this is what I've done wrong and I'm going to get punished right? and that's the here also If a person's afraid be and because they have a certain feel of feeling uh, I don't deserve to be because I've done something wrong. and therefore that would be the case over here. So for sure Don had a lot to be afraid of it. They, the, they were the ones worship desire so more than others and therefore when there's the thre- the threat of danger, of Sisera, which they might be, you know, they didn't know who was going to win the war. So of course they would be the ones who show the most uh, extreme uh, fear, and they're the ones who prepare to run away. And uh, it's not just here; we see this in other persons also. and that is that: the a person who's the most afraid is the one who, for etzim, feels that they can, that they've done something the most wrong, and therefore they can rely on b'tachan, they on shkun for the least, because I know that they don't really deserve to be said. The story of where we call him a sinner. That the um, Briskarov was, wherever it came to anything, a chashash something, it's a property, or maybe doing something wrong. And he was very, very, like, very white. I didn't do right. Maybe there's this, maybe there's a certain thing I didn't do. When it came to being in the second world war and he was in the, in the, in the ghetto. So nobody was less afraid than the Briskarov. Right? Less afraid than the Briskarov. He, the the, he was, he wasn't afraid. Uh, everyone else was terrified. The Germans walking around with guns, killing people, whatever they're doing. The same people, at the camps. was calm. And this, he said, people think I'm a scared person. So he said, I'm scared, when I'm worried if I'm not doing what I'm meant to be doing. But now it's nothing to do with me. This is taking off me, so let not be scared. And it's just an example of this idea. If it says, "Lama ira miremira." Why am I a friend in a day of danger? In a day which is a bad day. Something I'm scared of. Something which is bad. Why am I afraid? What makes me afraid? Because there are various which I've done are surrounding me. And therefore, I feel guilty. I know I've done things wrong. And that's why I'm afraid because of what I've done wrong. But if a person knows he hasn't done anything wrong, then don't be afraid of it. Because is looking after him. And therefore, here also, the, the lack of betachen, the fear is symbol that there's something a person's done wrong. Okay, now that's 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 explained that masoch. There was one more point we wanted to talk about here, and that is the Gemara. The Gemara explains in the Passock, like we said the Gemara Megillah, mm-hmm. so a few days ago, the Gemara says in a different way. And that is, Zvulun came to complain to Hashem. And Zvuddin says to Hashem, Hashem, it's not fair. You gave my brother in the the best lands there is to show. You gave the most fertile land, you gave him the woods, produces the sweetest fruits, and me, you gave the seashore. You can't plant things on the seashore. Uh, that's what it says. And he says Zvulun was Kherif naf Shalamus. Zvulun wanted to die. And Aftari has Marem the, the 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 heights of the, the fields, the best fields. And Hashem's answer to Zvulun was Zvulun, I, I gave you other things, I gave you the sea, I gave you the pearls which are from the sea, or the chilazm which comes from the sea, whatever it's going to be. Okay. How does that fit into the Shir? What's it going to do with the Shir? So, I saw the an interesting point, and that is, if a person is fighting a war to defend his homeland, right, so he's not risking himself to die, on the contrary, he, who, he wants to live because he's, uh, he's got what to protect. He's coming to protect his home, he's coming to protect his house, he's coming to protect his his, his, his territory, whatever it is. So, of course, a person will go to war to fight for their things, right, but that's not a war of, I, I'm, I'm fighting to die, it's on the contrary, I'm fighting to win. Right? The, the, what the Passock says here is that Zvurun was Am Kherif Nafshalamus. Zvurun went to war to die. And in that Chazal see in the Qurda that Zvurun were doing the as They were going to die, they weren't to be in their fish. Why? Because they didn't have the Cheshman that I'm fighting to protect my homeland. Right? As opposed to Naftali, Al Muraim, and Naftali also went to fight. But Naftali went to fight because they had the, the Nakhra to protect. To an extent, Zvurun didn't have it. That's what they say that the Chazal see here that Zvulun wasn't happy with his nachla, and therefore he wasn't fighting necessarily with his nachla. That wasn't uh, he wasn't that so to speak felt that that was something which was so important to him. he complained, he didn't like his nakhal. and therefore his going to battle with Lamus, He's prepared to die. Right? As a person of he went to defend the territory. They had, a, they had territory which was valuable, and therefore. There was a certain element where, where, the, where the sacrifice of Zvurun was greater. And that's where the Chazal see in this that Kilo yet here, when you see in the fact that Zvurun was Zvurun was willing to fight, then you see that because Zvurun weren't out there. This is actually of what the Shira is saying. It's not just a side rush of Chazal. And this is so in other places also. And that is that even, even though that's a factor that a person is allowed to fight for, but that's not Lashem Shemaim. We mentioned this before. Right before the battle, the king comes to the people and he says, "Anybody who just built a house and has nothing to go home. Anybody who just planted a field and has nothing to go home." And he asks the question: "Then, right? Those are your best soldiers. <laughs> they have what to lose? A guy who just built his house, he's going to fight for his house. The person who just planted his field, he's going to fight for his field. He wants to keep his things. So those are the soldiers who have the, the biggest stake, so to speak, have the biggest stake in, in winning the war. What you want a soldier to fight who doesn't have a house? He says, he's going to run." Well, what's keeping him to fight? He has nothing to protect. right? And what's the answer? There's more than one answer. But one of the answers is exactly the opposite. We want soldiers to fight in the Shem Shemay. We want soldiers to fight in the Shem Shumay. The fact that he's coming to protect his house means I have a very personal reason in this war. I'm, coming fighting, to, for I'm fighting for myself. I'm fighting to protect <laughs> my Nakhila. We don't need you. You can go home. We want soldiers to fight him because it's They're fighting in the Shem Shemay. We don't need people who have, a, so to speak, a stake, so to speak. That, 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 that that's the that's the of why they're fighting. Fine, i That's that's the that's why in, in the in this passage, the Yedros, that from the way that it's written fought, that we see that they weren't over the nachla, that wasn't the motivation which caused them to fight. It's in the, It's in the war where the differences. Right. Next passage. The Yitess. Bo Menachem Yilchamu. The kings all came to fight. Oz Yilchamu, Ma'ach Kanan. Then, the kings of Canaan fought, <speaking in> Ba'tanach, <Hebrew> which is next to Ma'amigidot. Ba'tsakasef <speaking in Hebrew> They didn't take money. What's the buzz talking about? So, here's a point which, there's, there's two, there's two de- le- levels what the Bible is saying in the Pasek. The first one is, the first one is, there's a Chazal. Chazal say that besides for the fact that we judge, so to speak in Shema'i, Chazal judged as what we do right, what we do wrong, whatever it is, besides for that, there's a certain element that we judge in comparison to the other Go'im. And therefore, when when Hashem looks at how Chazal acting, so it's against the backdrop of, okay, this is how Chazal acting, but in comparison to the Go'im, how the Go'im acting. And therefore, even if we're not up to power, but if we can say, look, Hashem, it's true, we're not doing too great, but look at how bad the are And we way better than them. So then that's a certain uh, factor which lessens the debt, because it's true. Uh, maybe clients aren't living on the level they're meant to live on, but uh, at least we're not the guy. The, the, the world average is way below us. It's way? Way below us. So we're still better than everyone else. You also talk about that regarding speaking to children. Right, that's exactly what i spoke talking about, because that's what the Mishnah Burra says, is the the big time in for speaking in Inshallah. Because that, when you talk about any other Avera, you're talking about honesty, you're talking about Sneas, if you're talking about uh, Yerushim, if you're talking about any other Avera you want in the world, right? And whatever the, the, the Satan is going to accuse Thay for, we can always turn around and say, it's true, and we're not great, but they're going to be much worse. But the one place where you can't say that, unfortunately, is when it comes to talking in Inshallah. This is the Mishabra. He says, because for all their faults, uh, when they do come to their places of worship, the goyim are very respectful. They keep quiet. And therefore, if it's going to be a time and time, well, why are you talking in truth so we don't have that defense? So that becomes an accusation against us if you don't do anything to say. Right. Now, that, now that Yisod, Rav Zyanka Galinsky is to say uh, on the Tefillah, when God, with uh, Al-Yistarq, Am-Khobay should each other not another nation. So he, he tried that's not exactly Pshaq, he tried to tie explain the same idea. And that is if a person has a, a tiny person, why don't you more of a masmid? Why don't you doing that? Why don't you walk away in Davini? So you can say, I'm right, but I'm better than Yanko. I'm better than this guy, better than that guy. So it's Ayyastar Ankh Bayshals. They shouldn't need each other to be the way they get to the din. And now what's the new at the bottom of the line gonna do? Right? The guy at the end of the line, they're gonna say, Akashbah, you're right, but I'm not a guy. Right. They're even worse. They shouldn't need the Am to be the way we, we can. Which we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have to rely on that as our time. Right. Not, that's what I said. It's a drush Because it doesn't always work. But either way around, there's such a that is. It's true how we're acting, but in comparison, what's, where, where's the world average now? And maybe we're not at a high level, but we're above the average of the world. So based on what there is in this door, we're doing okay. Now... Therefore, when when there's, this, when there's an accusation against us that they're going more better than us, that becomes a very powerful accusation. Because then, if they could do it, then what's with you? And that's what Torah is saying over here. She's saying, where were you? You never came to help us. And everybody else disappeared. They were too scared. They ran away. They were indifferent. Look at this, Everybody came to help him. When Sisra wanted to fight, so everybody comes together, all the kings, they came, everybody gathers to help Sisra, and not even for money. That's case of They came to help not because he offered to pay them, they came to help because they thought he was going to win. Right? And now this becomes the indictment on Ka Right? On our side, where's Ka Who's coming to help? Nobody. Everyone's too scared. And on their side, all the Menachem came. All the Menachem came. And not even for money they weren't paid mercenaries they came because they thought they were going to win so where's money? if the Goyesh kings are coming to help Sisha so because they think they're going to win so why didn't you come and help where were you as like the apostle said before going back to the apostle. Um he says he time." he says they didn't come to to help the army of Hashem," and that's the that's the comparison which Sishol is drawing over here that, uh, Kilo. if we see that the Goyim were willing to come and fight, so where were you? And now, I can say that becomes much more of an accusation of Ta'i Israel because that's Ta'kah, the that demands an answer. But the question is the answer because they thought they were going to win. So the Nabuah the, the was, so was you going to win. Right. if they thought they were going to win because they think Sisra is stronger, the Eidel Barach of Eidel Baratosim, we had a neighbor. I'm going back to the first Pazak again. The Pazak was. Hashem says to the word, He says, <coughs> yeah. Hashem told him clearly, I'm going to make you one. So we was with Taisho a winner? Right. And that's what this, in this kind of the Shriu ends with this posuk as kilo, the comparison. Whereas Taisho didn't come and help, you see the guy who's dead. That becomes the tiny Taisho which already is at this point.